There's no doubt that the female reproductive system is a miracle in itself. But how much do we really understand? Cycles, sexual health and hormone changes can have massive effects on our well-being and function as a vagina owner. And here on The Juice, we're passionate about education and celebration of being female. The Vagina Dialogues, your manual to keeping everything running smoothly. So super excited to welcome my next guests for a new segment that's going to be semi-regular on the juice. Sahara and Amanda from Weaving the Thread. Welcome for the first time to the juice. Thank you so much, Louise. We are so excited to be here. Yeah, look, it's absolutely fantastic to connect with you. And what I wanted to do was get a little bit of an insight into this is a, a fairly new business that you guys have collaborated on. And I want to get your journey as to how you got here. And you're so passionate about sharing menstrual health with girls and their mums and opening up a conversation. So what I wanted to get an idea of is where did all this come from? How did it come about for you two? Thanks, Louise, for having us. Um, so Sahara and I are both naturopathic practitioners. So we are very passionate about health and well-being, and we've spent the last 20 years, both of us individually specialising in women's health. So I work as a clinical naturopath, um, working specifically with women's health over the menstruality timeline. So from the very beginning of the periods, menarche, puberty, all the way through to menopause. And um, love what I do in clinical practice. And I'll let Sahara introduce what she does because she's had such an amazing history um, as well. But we've really come together in this business to, we've worked so similarly in the same industry. And like good women in business, it's always better to be in collaboration and just so amazed that we've found each other on this journey and started to create this weaving the red thread of menstruality education that links in the naturopathic education, the herbal allies and plant allies that can help us through our menstrual life. And with all of the woman crafting knowledge and all of the women's held knowledge around the energies of the cycle and what we need to know to be really happy, healthy menstruators and women. Absolutely amazing. And Zara, where where has this journey come from with you? You've had uh, to, to meet with Amanda prior to that. Yeah. Um, well, it all started for me personally, like when I left school, I was like, I don't know how this body works. And so I started studying health and well-being, naturopathy, yoga, nutrition, mindset, um, and was like, okay, how do I live within this body? And I'm really, really passionate about teaching our youth, helping to facilitate a conversation with them about the body that they live within and how it works and how they can actually create foundational health and well-being by working with the body. And Amanda and I were both doing um, mother-daughter workshops for girls to prepare for menarche. And I was based in Newcastle. Amanda was, is based in Maitland. And um, we became aware of each other. 
and was like, oh, we're doing similar things. Let's hang out and chat. And then we were asked by a mentor who lives in the Port Macquarie region to come to her community because the mums were asking for pre-menarchy education for their girls. And so we came together and Weaving the Red Thread was born with a collaboration to take the best of what we had been doing into a whole new body of work. And we created two workshops, Budding Weavers, which are for eight to 10-year-old girls. And it's a really gentle introduction to where they're moving to and to cyclical rhythms and the menstrual cycle. And then Blossoming Weavers, which is for 10 to 15-year-old girls. And it's a whole day workshop and it is a much deeper dive into um, the menstrual cycle to periods, to the practicalities with all the different um, options of menstrual products out there. In both of the workshops, we look from a naturopathic point of view of self-care and bring in herbal medicines and look at our allies. Like everyone knows that life um, takes us out of balance. We're never sitting 100% in a state of optimized well-being and that a lot of us don't know how to bring ourselves back into a place where we're feeling vitalized, energized, healthy and able to meet the demands of our life, not just with grunt, but with vitality. And so this is what we're super passionate about teaching the girls and the mums and all menstruators through our workshops and through the Menstruality Wellbeing Studio that we're actually creating at present, which is really exciting. That is exciting. And there isn't enough conversation around this. I mean, in schools, I guess parents are of the, I guess, the assumption that girls are getting this information in schools. And while they're getting, this is how the uterus works, you know, you shed your lining every 28 days, it's all very clinical and very cerebral, but they're not necessarily learning how to get in touch with their bodies and their cycle and what's happening Mm -hmm. for them. And that's what you're all about, because it is something, it's a cycle that we sit in for many, 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 many years. So if we don't understand it coming into it and there's shame around it and there's a lack of conversation around it and coming from our sort of generation, I I know, Zara, we talked before we went on air and we're of a similar age, our mothers didn't really share their stories. So the conversation wasn't opened up to us. So this is all stuff that we're learning on the fly as mums. And then, you know, we want our our daughters to be empowered and we want them to understand how their body works. And we assume that's happening in schools, but it's really not, is it, in a holistic sense? Yeah, no, it's not. And Helen Colony, who's the South Australia Commissioner for Youth and Young People, um, last year published a report called Menstruation Matters. And can I share with you a few of her stats? Absolutely. Of what the students are telling us. So with the students that she interviewed, 25% of them knew a little, 10% not much, and 2% nothing. And in a previous study, um, that bloody time by the Victorian Women's Trust, 9% of girls had no idea what was happening to them, which is kind of like one in 10 girls, which is pretty amazing at this day and age with the amount of scientific knowledge we have, with the amount of education we have, the girls still don't know about what's happening to them on a fundamental biological level. So when they get their first blood, like our grandmothers might have experienced, they might be going, what's going on? Am I hurt? Am I dying? I don't know why I'm bleeding. So this is still a reality for Australian girls, Mm. um, which is quite mind-blowing in a contemporary modern society to think, oh, that's still happening. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and the other stuff that they shared was that 70% of them did not know what was normal or abnormal. So they couldn't actually define what they're experiencing. Was this what I should be experiencing or are my, are my symptoms actually um, a language that is telling me something isn't quite right here? And to add on to that, they didn't know how to talk about it. So even what they're experiencing, 7% of them said, I don't know how to then talk about menstruation. And 6% were like, I don't know how to manage them in my daily life. And 50% said they didn't know how to use period products properly or when to change them. And so this is huge. And then they ended up actually saying, and we'd love to be taught by facilitators who are comfortable facilitating this information. As you mentioned, there's a lot of shame and stigma. So we have a a huge history across the globe through society and different religions of menstrual shame and that it is something that we don't talk about. And the education has kind of been like, here, we'll give you a bit of information, but you go figure it out. And that's Mm. kind of a general attitude to puberty in general for girls and boys and with sex education. And we wonder why our kids are going to the internet and why they're accessing information that may not be appropriate or totally wrong and conditioning them to a whole idea of what they think being a young adult is and what um, sexual sexual realities are as well. So we know that porn's a really big issue for our kids and... um, it's because at the adults aren't answering ants actually aren't answering the questions. So when someone comes to you, they want to know something. So give them an answer, give them an age-appropriate answer, because otherwise they will go looking for it and they may get information that they're not ready for or that may just be wrong. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I'm back with Amanda and Sahara from Weaving the Red Thread. And today we've been talking about their amazing business and how they are bringing education around the menstrual cycle to young girls and also to their parents as mums because there's a lot we don't know. Now, we are very transparent on the juice. And, Amanda, you have a question for me, don't you? I do. And it's actually one that I ask and share with a lot of people because I find it's a really easy way to start the conversation and to normalise menstrual health and well-being. So Sahara and I often, whenever we're having a conversation or an interview with someone, um, we have a cycle check-in. So my question for you today, Louise, is just where are you in your cycle? And if you have a regular menstrual cycle, how is that experience for you at the moment? Okay, so I'm on day 14. Uh, so I'm probably smack dab in the middle. I am pretty good. I have like a, you know, 28 day to, um, to 30 day cycle. Uh, some months will throw me for a loop and it'll give me a three week break, but more often than not, it's, it's fairly regular. So I'm probably smack dab in the middle and I can feel that I'm starting to ramp up in terms of my energy and getting out there and wanting to see people and and that sort of thing. So I'm starting to get into, I guess, my social cycle and getting stuff done and ticking stuff off and all of that sort of thing. That's sort of how I feel at the moment. A little bit of... Um, ovulatory pain, just little twinges, nothing to write home about. But certainly I am aware that I am right in the middle. Yeah. So feeling really shiny and and really out there in the world. Yeah. And how, where we are in our menstrual cycle, although we're always the same version of ourselves, we have different strengths and opportunities at different phases of our cycle. Mm. So, 
you know, by checking in with where we are in our cycle and, and I'll ask Sahara as well and, and I'll share my own version. Um, but I'm on day one of my menstrual cycle. So I'm kind of at the opposite pole to you. Yep. So for me, I'm really happy that this is a, a, a radio interview, not an in-person interview, because I'm not feeling quite as shiny and bright yes. and expressive. And, and I am needing a lot more time of self-care and nourishment just to plan out my day a little bit better so that I've got moments of nourishment and rest. So that's where I'm sort of sitting at the moment. Sahara, would you like to share where you are in your cycle? Yeah, I'm day 29 today, which is unusual for me. I have a 26, 28 day cycle and being in my mid 40s, I'm in the menstrual menopause transition, otherwise known as perimenopause. So I'm aware I'm sort of sitting here going, oh, this is curious. Okay, I'm observing because I know that like the girls in menarche and puberty, they're establishing their cycle, that my hormones are going in the opposite direction and where I'm actually um, moving slowly out of menstrual cyclical rhythm into a new rhythm post-menopause. And so I'm like, okay, I haven't had a cycle that's beyond 28 days. So hmm, what, what, what is this? And I'm trying not to analyze it, but just observe and note. And I kind of feel a bit not here and a bit not there because the ground is a little bit not there. And so it's kind of like, hmm, okay, yeah, I'm not too sure. I'm a bit, hmm. So I'm just observing because it's unusual what's going on in my body. I really felt a couple of days ago that I was going to bleed and it's kind of, moved on and I'm just going, okay, new experience. I'm going to observe it without judging it. Yeah, yeah. And you know what, though? It's amazing to do that check-in because, as you guys know, and and I think you've listened to the interview, I did do a series with the amazing Lucy Peach, who is a period preacher and has actually written a book called Period Queen. And she talks about how we're aware of it when we're bleeding and we go, oh, God, you know, here I am again, get the pads out, tampons out, face breaks out, it's a terrible time. But she is about embracing every aspect of the cycle and it isn't just the one week that we're bleeding. There are different hormone changes, different energy changes, all Mm. sorts of things right through the menstrual cycle. And as women, and I was guilty of this before I actually listened to Lucy and then started taking notice of my own body that there are changes to be observed 100% Mm. right through. Menstrual cycle awareness can give you so many tools and capacities to be able to really deeply understand that women and menstruators, we are a cyclical Everyone's cyclical as human beings, but yeah, well, women the moon's cyclical, the planets, are, you know, the seasons yeah, are cyclical. All... Everything's cyclical, yeah. And we have these beautiful internal rhythms that give us opportunities for great growth each cycle. And also, you know, at our menstrual time when we are bleeding, you know, we're paying attention and we're, we're needing to care for our bodily functions. But there are three other phases of that cycle that actually influence our bleed and by caring for ourselves and using cyclical self-care which is different at each phase of the cycle we get a better menstrual bleed and we get a better period so that hormonal and cyclical health is is something that we actually start to embed in you know 10 year olds we start to teach this to girls at a very young age and we're really passionate about deeply understanding your own biology to be able to make choices that really empower you. And unfortunately, this is information that we've lost touch with. Mothers don't know this. 
And the schools are just not embedding this depth of understanding into their education. And so that's where we're, we're working with these really young, beautiful, vibrant girls and menstruators to really empower them to know their body at a, that deep level. Yeah, 100%. It's so important. And you have like a series of workshops. Now, you've just completed one on Sunday, which was a free webinar, which was incredibly generous, getting that information out. But you do have things coming up all the time and you have one coming up in April. Yes, we've got two workshops, the first weekend of the New South Wales school holidays. So on the 9th of April, we've got the full day workshop for our 10 to 15 year old girls. This is called Blossoming Weavers. Um, And that's a whole day with the mums and the girls together where we're exploring from anatomy and physiology through to all the phases of the menstrual cycle, through to how do we actually practice cyclical self-care. So again, not just menstrual self-care, which is a lot of the focus in the menstrual world. How do we do cyclical self-care? Because as Amanda was saying, our experience of our menstrual cycle is a reflection of how we've lived the month previously to it. Mm. So it creates a language for us. Like um, our medicalized system tends to use the word symptomology and people were like, I've got these symptoms. Whereas we actually, from naturopathic point of view, like to look at it, that the body has a language and the body is constantly talking to us. So the only way the body can actually get our attention sometimes is through discomfort and pain. And so if we can start to understand what that means and what needs are not being met, then we can actually start to practice self-cyclical care throughout the cycle to create a different premenstrual and menstrual experience. Like we know on a mental level that if we've got a lot of self-negative talk going on, that's going to affect our confidence and our self-esteem. And so if we actually start to bring in more positivity, that has an effect on it and it's a feedback system. Our menstrual cycle is the same. It's a feedback system giving us feedback to what our being has been experiencing. And so if we look at it from a language point of view, which is what we're teaching the girls and the mums, um, that our body, our mind, our being is always speaking to us, how do we interpret it? Yeah. You know, it's, it's not a language we're taught at school and it's something through experience. So when we practice menstrual cycle awareness, like the check-ins, we get to know our rhythm over time. It's not something you're necessarily going to know in one cycle. It's an ongoing practice. Yeah. And as you move through different phases of your life, like the phases that we're in, that that actual cycle is going to be changing. But because we've been practicing menstrual cycle awareness, we have an understanding of, oh, things are shifting. Okay, that doesn't mean that something is necessarily wrong or right. Things are shifting. How do I care for myself? Yeah, sure. Yeah, understand 100%. So what have you got coming up that people can connect with you on? So we've got the workshops in Newcastle, which are the blossoming weavers for mums and daughters 10 to 15 years. And we've got a budding weavers workshop, which is that younger age group where we really dive into the joy and storytelling and excitement about these amazing um, capacities that we have as we are young girls with wounds. And and we start to really normalise terminology. It's a great way to do it when they're young because there's no preconceived notions about it. They don't have the taboo in their head. That's not there yet. Mm. So we've got these two workshops in Newcastle. Um, We've also got a series of workshops coming up in Warhope um, in the July set of school holidays, I think. Um, 
And we've been asked to speak at Seven Sisters. So forever's going to Seven Sisters will be there in October as well. Fantastic. Um, and towards the end of this year, we're actually launching our online menstruality wellbeing studio. So this will be nationwide to support anyone who menstruates to more deeply understand cyclical self-care and naturopathic wellbeing. Amazing, amazing. So if people wanted to get on to attending one of your workshops, you've got one coming up shortly, how will they go about doing that? So they can reach out um we've got a website weavingtheredthread.com we're on instagram and on facebook all as weavingtheredthread.com and facebook and instagram have got links back to the website to book um if you're in newcastle and you're checking out the um, council's what's happening page we're listed on that as well um and yeah the best bet is to follow us on the socials or sign up on the um, website so that you become part of the email list so you know what's happening Excellent. That sounds absolutely amazing. And you do have an early bird special coming up for your next workshop. Is that correct? So that stops on March the 30th for the upcoming workshop. Yes. So you've Um, got two days, people, two days, jump on it. Yes. (laughs) It's not a lot of time, but you save, um, I think it's about 20% off the ticket price. So if you can jump in really quickly, you'll grab it. We, We do keep our workshops very intimate. We only receive 10 mothers and daughter pairs. Yes. And we do have the option if you've got two girls and they're very similar ages, we we welcome those two girls with the mum, but we will only accept 10 families. So if you want to come, don't wait, jump on and grab your ticket because we're already probably halfway there. Wow. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Well, look, I I wish you all the best uh, with your upcoming workshop, but we will check in before then. And uh, you're going to be semi-regular on the juice. And I'm excited to have these conversations because we do need to destigmatize this. We do need to have education around it. And we don't just need the, the black and white anatomy-based education that we're getting in schools. There's a bigger conversation here and I'm so excited that you are bringing that to our younger generation. It is so necessary, ladies. Congratulations on weaving Mm -hmm. the red thread. And thank you so much for having us on. We love the name of the segment as well. So we're so excited to share this. Absolutely. I cannot wait for the conversations we're going to be having over the next few months. That was Amanda and Sahara from Weaving the Red Thread. And you are listening to The Juice on Newcastle Live Radio.